0: Welcome to the Crap and the Crazy with Tash Critter. Tash owns Little Wooden Toy Box and is mother of two teens, both with autism, ADHD and PDA. Ten years in early intervention, working with the kids' OTs, speeches and psychologists has given Tash unique insight into understanding difficult behaviours and why they occur, as well as understanding how emotional regulation and sensory input impacts us and our behaviour. This insight has helped Tash design and implement resources and coping strategies to make home life calmer and more organized. Join Tash as she talks about day-to-day life with autism, the sucky bits and the wins, plus tips for enjoying life despite the challenges. Hello, in today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about the importance of planning and organization and routines for both you and your family and your kids and it really makes a massive difference and again this is something that we're not taught as parents whether you've got kids with diagnoses or not you're just not taught this and I guess um you know through background in business I used to do a lot of training on this with our team and just as adults, we're not taught how to plan and organise our time and set goals and actually stick to our goals. So I wanted to cover it from two sides as much as I can in 15 minutes, um, both from the autism side of that need for routines and you know, there's a comfort in knowing what's coming next. So taking out the surprises, which is why we focus a lot on routines and visual schedules for kids. There's also a huge amount of skills involved in routines as far as fine motor skills, gross motor skills, executive functioning. There's a whole stack of them. I'm not going to go into all of that today because I didn't really want to focus on that side of it. Um, But there's so many different reasons for why visual schedules and routines work. And you know, for visual schedules, they take away the pressure of remembering what to do in what order. So we can, so our kids can see um, in order the sequence of events that need to happen. So as far as we used to have them for getting dressed, for how to make your breakfast, for getting ready from waking up through to getting out the door. Now, I didn't know all of this um, probably till seven years ago. So my kids were seven eight, nine, by the time we actually started using these picture strips and routines. So I guess we had so much to focus on in the early days. Um, I did know about routines, but we hadn't done it in picture strip form. Yes, I wish I had have done that earlier. My boy didn't respond to picture strips as well, but verbally we would go over um, what was going to happen when we went somewhere new two weeks it started, I think it started off a month. So a month before I would start telling him what was going to happen in order. Yeah. Too bad if life changed in between. This is why we had so much screaming. So if you haven't listened to the first couple of episodes, go back. Um, our My life with him was screaming for three hours, 20 minute break, screaming for three hours. So it really didn't take much to set him off. Um. So, yeah, and I still do it now. And I think that's really helped my girl. So by two, I must have been repeating myself over and over and over as far as routines went. But this was verbally rather than anything written or planned as such. And then that's just become a habit for us. So when my girl came along and got a little bit older, she was so used to um the verbal repetition of what was happening that day. And I still do it now. So they're 13 and 15. And I will probably run through the morning verbally anywhere from five to ten times. Yeah. And I guess that as well has become a security blanket for lack of a better term. Um, in that they know what's coming and yes, they get annoyed at me now. But if I don't do it, I'm forever told well you didn't tell me. And then they're angry at me. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Um, But, you know, from that, so getting across how important it is for our kids, because with ASD, they don't cope well with change. So you really need to focus on what's coming next. So it takes out that surprise. Um, So you don't do surprises. Surprise equals change and anxiety and excitement and and meltdowns at the end of the day. It does get better. It does get better. Um, But going through those routines and keeping life as similar as possible from day to day as far as in the morning we do this in this order now that doesn't mean all three of us do the same thing at the same time there's only there's two showers and three of us that's not going to work yeah so my boy has his schedule so he's got his time that he gets up and it's the same every single day even to the point of similar conversations at the same time each day yes so for us which may be different for you we have never worked by clock time we work by order of events does that make sense so it's not um, seven o'clock we get up 720 we have breakfast 730 we get dressed that sort of thing like time limits constraints have never worked well for us so you'll need to find what works for you too and what works for you your kids, your family, your classroom, your therapy room, whatever that looks like for you. yeah. And in having these schedules, it means our mornings or afternoons or night times flow. There's no surprises. And it's just an element of we can rest in that routine. We know what's coming up and you have the calm yeah so as an example of not calm my girl starting high school this year which is when she ended up getting diagnosed with the ADHD as well it's a whole nother kettle of fish but it's why our strategies um, with what we're working on with ASD just weren't working a bit more to that but again I'll go over that another day so in starting high school there's a, a stack more pressures They're they're moving classrooms there's different expectations so instead of one teacher there's now what Six, seven, or more teachers. So expectations from all these different angles. She's having to organise herself throughout the day, have the right books for the right subjects because it changes each day. Whereas at primary school, you've got your drawer and your books and everything's already at school. Um, charging the laptop, like there's a stack more responsibility in going to high school, and everything went to poo. Yeah, so it was it was a really hard five five weeks, term one in general um, this year. And that for her was a change in routines. Now you often see this with people with ADHD, whether they're kids or adults, they really struggle in changing jobs or big life changes. Yeah. Um, So again, having as much or as many routines as possible in place. So we did go back to visual schedules, not with pictures because that's you know, she's almost 13, that's too childish for her. So um, keep that in mind as well with the picture strips and whatnot. When they are too childish for them, then you take the pictures out and just go to words or, you know, um, just see how they're responding to it as well because you don't want it to be something demeaning for them. You want it to be a tool that they can use. So we went to um, colours. So we got the whiteboard and then had, I just cut out the file divided uh, let's just go with cardboard so I had the colored cardboard wrote on there the different things she needed to remember each day as far as packing her bag uniform whatever else because on sports day you've got to wear a different uniform all of that stuff so for her and you know it was so rough for those five that five week period because I didn't know how to fix it she didn't know how to fix it she wasn't coping so there's an element of trial and error That's what I'm getting to, yeah? So what works for us isn't necessarily going to work for you, but the general concept of routines and having those visual structures in place will help. Yeah. So it um, having two teenagers, we also had the whole overall family challenge of my boy, terrible at organizing, which I think is just a general teenage thing. It's a life skill they have to learn because they're becoming more independent, not relying on us as much, but then forget we're the ones that drive them. Yes. And pay for stuff still. So he will plan something, but not actually plan it. So he'll discuss it, may or may not mention it to me, and then on the day expects it to happen where nothing has gone into the place. None of the parents knew that sort of thing. Yeah. So we had that going on. We also had miss doing the same thing where she may have shown me an invite in the car, which means I'm driving facing forwards. She's behind me facing forwards. She may hold something up, but not actually tell me about it. Yes. And that for her is I've told you, you know, this is happening. So we've got all sorts of Things going on, so that that obviously doesn't work when there's one of me, two of them, and we've got three things planned on the same day that none of us knew about. So we ended up getting a don't mind that pop up. We ended up getting a massive whiteboard, and this is the best investment ever. Um, it was just Office Works, 120 bucks, something like that. So it's a flip side, a double sided whiteboard. So I used the permanent marker on one side. A whole grid and it fits the term, so it's got 10 weeks across and then the days running down in columns. Yeah, days of the week. So on there, we've each got a different colored marker. As soon as something comes up, it goes on the whiteboard and we can all see. So they know now, and that's a really good life skill for them. To once I know about something, I've got to tell mum, Oh, we actually had a sticky note system first, but that didn't work so well. It still runs in place now. I'll go through that in a sec but now when something comes up, so the invite gets, it's magnetic, yeah, so it gets pinned to the board, this is for Miss, and then it gets written on the day with the time, and now we tend not to double book, and it's a visual thing for all of us, and it's in the room, so this was another issue. We had it originally in the walkway where we'd pass it at least twice a day, going in and out of the house, yeah, but we'd actually pass it probably a lot more given the room off to the side there when we tidied up the house, moved something, I don't know, for whatever reason, it got moved to an area that we weren't in so much. We started double booking again. So then I've moved it right into the room. So it sits behind the TV now. So it's right there. We look at it probably 20 times a day yeah, to see what's coming up. All the therapy goes on there, anything new at school, anything going on the weekends, it's all on a board that we can all see. Yeah. And if it wasn't written on the board, then it just, it's not going to happen. So they've learned this as well. Again, trial and error. The sticky note system, that's actually a really good system. So my kids like talking to me when I'm in the shower, when I'm on the toilet, when I'm driving the car, my hands are not near the planner. I'm not writing down your life goals right now. Yeah. So they've got to write it on a sticky note. Obviously this doesn't work in the car. So they've got to remember To go home and write it, and then they'll stick it to the screen. Now, Miss, my girl's so funny. I don't know how much of it is passive aggressive. I don't know how much of it is just her personality and dry sense of humor, or whether she was just pissed at me. I don't know. So, for her one particular event, I must have forgotten to do something about it. I can't even remember what it was. So, I told her to write a sticky note. So, she knows the sticky note system. I come home so I hadn't looked at my desk area um, before dropping them off to school. So this must have been when I was in the shower in the morning. She's gone and done the sticky note thing. I've come back to my desk after dropping them off and I've got three screens because I design Yeah, So anyway, three big screens. She's done about seven sticky notes and stuck them all over my screens. I think the wall, probably the mouse as well. So everywhere I look and touch there's her note. So I thought that was pretty funny, but she doesn't mean to be funny. If you actually laugh, she takes offense to it. Like she gets upset. So yeah, we we pick our battles on that front too, but she's a funny kid. Anyway, went off on a tangent again there. So the only other bit I wanted to cover on this topic. So we've covered the kids as far as their routines go, whether they have the visual schedules or written out or color coded, however that looks, the family planner. So that's definitely an important one so that we're all on the same page, quite literally. And then I have my own personal planner, which I have released. Um, It's on the Little Wooden Toy Box website. So we cover a lot of the mindset and values work. So all the behind the scenes stuff of why when we set goals, we don't necessarily carry them out and achieve that goal. Yeah. So that again, I will cover that in another episode. But having a place all in one where you can plan out your life and your kids, even down to meals, bills, expenses, all those things that sneak up on you. And I guess things that sneak up and you stress you out. Again, it's the no surprises. Yeah. So if you can get into the habit of recording. So I plan for You do your overall goals at the beginning of the year. And yes, these change. So you're making sure you're always working towards your goals or adjusting them. But then we bring that down into the term planner. So that one I don't use in the one I've designed. I use that on the board for all of us to see. Then we have the monthly planner. So this is where I can plan out the expenses. I can budget. I can know what's coming up. I know how much time I've got to build people's websites. I know how much time I've got to spend on products and recording at these podcasts and whatever else. So I can plan out my month because I've got a fair idea of how much time each task takes me. Um, keep in mind as well when you're doing something new, learning something new, um, that will take time to adjust and get used to that. Then I sit down and plan my week. So I know exactly what I'm going to cover this week. I know what meals I'm doing for each night. And look, they're one word, kind of planning it out. I'm not going into unnecessary detail here, but I know when I look at it, which times I've logged into gym, meals, I coordinate meals based on what time I'm getting home from gym. So easier meals if I'm coming home later, that sort of thing. Um... What else is in there? Kids appointments, my appointments, any jobs that need doing, it's all on one page. It's all organized. So at a at a glance, I've got one page of how my week looks. I then break that down into more detail for my day. And this is just one way that helps me cope, stay on top of things. I know what's coming up. I know what to expect. I know my crazy days where I'm going to need to you know, spend a bit more time on me so that I can Be there for the kids when they get home and not be there just physically, but be there emotionally to help them through with whatever issues they've got. Some days they'll come home, go on their iPads, barely talk to me. Yay, teenagers. Um, And then other days they will have had a fight with their friends or whatever else. And, you know, that's a long process in our house, but it's worth doing the process in building those life skills that they're going to use for the rest of their lives. Yeah, again, that can be a whole nother topic another day. I'm going to stop talking now. I hope some of that was useful to you. If you do need help with planning and organisation, have a look at the website. The routines pack will cover kids, particularly ADHD and autism. And then the 2023 planner will cover you as a parent. Um, I'm using the 2023 planner. I just went down to November and I'll just resave it when I get to next year and I'll use it properly. But yeah, anyway, it's not dated, so you can use it this year and get started. And yes. All right. I will talk to you soon. Bye.